the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Here to preach the good news, heal the brokenhearted, set captives free, and bring restoration to our community, this is Isaiah 61. From Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, here's Pastor Solomon. All right, everybody, welcome again to Isaiah 61, um, where God is doing amazing things, and I'm sure that He is still um, in, in, in full swing and at work in your life in spite of what is going on. We believe in the delivering power of God, we believe in the saving power of, of, of the Holy Spirit, and we just um, continue to pray that God will um, send down his healing hand upon our nation or upon our land upon the globe and that we would um would see mighty victories upon victories in in the midst of this covid nineteen now as believers i'm I'm pretty sure that you you're prayerful about the direction that God is leading us and how we can continue to be effective witnesses. And so um, today I conclude the series um, on being an effective witness. And this is Isaiah 61 um, by sponsored by Spirit of the Lord Church here at um, in Minneapolis, 1001 Penn Avenue North. Uh, you're welcome to join us anytime. Um, 11 a.m. for our service time and um, on Sundays and um, Tuesdays Bible study at 6.30. God is doing amazing things and I'm glad to be a witness and to also be a part of it. So today I want to conclude on on this series being an effective witness and then I would uh, just start off on um, you know the next the next series which would be focused on um, the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Um, and and um, next month, August, we're dealing with the, the theme, uh, maximizing your potential um, at church. And so you see, you hear snippets of that as we go along. But I want to conclude being an effective witness. We've been talking about um, the life of Stephen and how he impacted his generation, how he actually blazed the, the trail for for a lot of the gospel to move and spread quicker, uh, much quicker than it was, and how the the disciples and the apostles eventually were, you know, forced to move out and and then to to venture into areas that led to the Ethiopian eunuch being saved um, as a result of the ministry of Philip, and then we see that shortly afterwards God visited. Um, Apostle Paul, then known as Saul, and Saul was um, very much involved and engaged, um, and he actually authorized the stoning and the death of Stephen. Um, but Stephen looked and gazed up his eyes into to the heavens, and he saw Jesus standing at the right hand side of God, and just ready to receive him. And so when 
when we when we talk about being an effective witness, we we recap uh, the the series, and we know that it is first of all being sold out, completely dying to yourself, um, yielding completely to what God wants and how God um, intends to use you, and how God will use you. So, which means that we don't have an opinion. Or we don't have a say. We just align ourselves to what God wants to do, and we move according to His direction. So uh, that would mean that we relinquish our our rights um, as 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 beings, right? And sometimes it's like, hey, I want to really defend myself. I want to really, you know, get back at at these uh, some people for making up stuff. But Stephen stood and said, look. I have no time for this. The power of the Holy Spirit and the witness in me is so strong that I just care more about your soul. I care more about you getting the revelation of Jesus Christ um, from the Old Testament, from all the patriarchs, and how God worked his purpose out through, through the generations, even up to Stephen. And how God can God continues to make certain that He exerts its influence on this earth, and so I just I just pray that you are in a place where you're ready to to embrace all that God wants to do through you, all that God wants to do through you. You are a Stephen, you are a martyr, you are someone who. God has spoken to you. God has is ready to use you, and God is ready to 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 let the world know that you are a Stephen. You've sold yourself out. You sold your heart out. You sold your life out to Him, and what He would do, and what He will use you for, would just blow everybody's mind. Now I want to go uh, go into the scriptures, Acts chapter ten, as we uh, bring this uh, to a close. Being an effective witness. Now, Acts chapter ten, verse twenty-three, and we'll read. We'll keep reading on. So Peter invited them in and gave them lodging for the night. The next day, Peter got up and left with them, and some of the brothers from Joppa went with him. On the following day, he and the others entered Caesarea. Cornelius was waiting for them and had called together his relatives and close friends. When Peter arrived, Cornelius met him and fell down at his feet and worshipped him. But Peter raised him up, saying, Stand up, I too am only a man. As Peter talked with him, he entered the house and found a large group of people assembled. He said to them, You know that it is unlawful for a Jewish man to associate with or befriend a Gentile, or to visit him. And yet God has shown me that I am not to call anyone common or ceremonially unclean. Therefore, when I was sent for, I came without raising an objection. So I asked for what reason you've sent for me? Well, I want to pause here. And many of us know um, and have read about this story, about this encounter, Peter and Cornelius. Uh, preceding 
what we just read, Peter had a vision. And it's interesting that Peter had that vision three times. It occurred three times, at least. Um, the scriptures mention that he saw <laughs> he saw three times. Because you recall that Peter was the one who denied Jesus three times. And so I think during Bible study um, in the previous weeks, um, there was a comment that came that, you know what, Jesus had to um, ask Peter, do you love me three times to make up for him denying um, Jesus three times? There may be a correlation here where God needed to make certain that Peter understood and, and got what he was trying to get across. And so sometimes God would repeatedly show you signs or give you that same word multiple times because maybe you have a tendency to doubt. Maybe you have a tendency to to underestimate yourself. Maybe you have the tendency to just be very exclusive or very reserved or very conservative about certain things. And God is calling you to come out of that. But the, 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 I paused um, I paused at verse 29 because Peter went with a preconceived notion, right? And God was trying to work to break that notion that, look, you are called to everybody. We don't get to pick and choose who we minister to. We don't get to pick and choose who we determine as ready to receive the word. Unless the Spirit of God directs us and, and, and speaks to us. Because Jesus said that the harvest is ripe. The harvest is ripe. But the laborers are few. So when God calls laborers, God expects the laborers to go out and work the field because the harvest is ripe. Peter had to work the field. Peter had to make certain that, you know, he adhered and and actually applied the revelation that he got, the vision that he got about just a plate full of unclean things and uh, unclean animals. And God say, saying to him, arise, kill and eat. And he's like, no, you know. I'm I'm from a place where we don't do all that kind of stuff. But God was saying that I'm changing that. I'm changing that perspective. I'm shifting you to see how I see. So even Peter, after receiving the Holy Ghost, still needed some works, still needed his perspective to change. What What are we saying here? What we're saying is that the walk with God is a continuous journey. It's it's a marathon and we gotta we gotta always be alert for what God is is showing us, how God is training us, how God is causing us to be transformed into his likeness, thinking more like him, acting more like him. So Peter said, verse twenty eight. You know that it's unlawful for a Jewish man to associate or befriend a Gentile or to visit him. And yet God has shown me that I am not to call anyone 
uncommon or ceremonially unclean, which means that God God causes his word and his power to just permeate communities, permeate any racial construct, permeate any any societal norms that have been established that are not in line, alignment or agreement with heaven. God has called us to pull those things down. God has called us to not label anybody or anything. God has called us not to prejudge. Mm. God has called us to deconstruct all the unfair societal constructs, even caused by um, laws that have been enacted by lawmakers. God has called us to stand against those things and work out the kingdom purpose. Therefore, when God sent Peter, Peter had to go. Now, verse 30, Cornelius said, Four days ago this hour, I was praying in my house during the ninth hour, that's 3 to 4 p.m., and a man dressed in bright, dazzling clothing suddenly stood before me, and he said, Cornelius, your prayer has been heard, and your acts of charity has been remembered before God, so that he is about to help you. Therefore, send word to Joppa and invite Simon, who is also called Peter, to come to you, he is staying in the house of Simon the Tanner by the sea. So I sent for you at once, and you have been kind enough to come. Now then, we're all here present before God to listen to everything that you have been instructed by the Lord to say. So, in other words, when we are effective witness, it shows in how we are ready to break down any barriers and and challenge the existing norms as long as they don't align with heaven with 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 the with the scriptures god has called us to break down those barriers because those barriers will keep us from from fellowshipping or witnessing or impacting um specific could be a specific neighborhood it could be a specific uh, um um tribe it could be a specific um continent you're you you have all these things in spite of our desires in spite of how we feel or what we've heard when god calls us to witness to places that we feel like we shouldn't or where there's been the backlash we simply obey we simply obey but in this context cornelius was prepped and so cornelius knew that god had visited Simon Peter. God has visited him and prepared him to come and minister to he Cornelius. How amazing is that? As we close, I I pray that you would open your mouth like Peter did and say that God is no respecter of persons. He chooses to use whoever he wants to use, and it's up to us to open up our hearts, open up our spirits, and say, Lord, I'm willing to be an effective witness, and I know that you can use me. I know that you can use anybody, so use me to your glory. 
Father, thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your empowerment by your spirit to cause us to be effective witness. And right now, oh God, we just release everyone listening and anyone who would listen later to just walk in the power of your might in the name of Jesus to be effective witnesses. Amen. We'll be right back. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists. Stream along at TheFishTwinCities.com or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. There's a ton to explore at am980themission.com. Like the biggest savings around at our half-off deals tab. Click on programs to see our daily lineup, stream in high quality, catch up on your favorite podcasts, win cool prizes, and more. All right, welcome back to Isaiah 61, brought to you by Spirit of Lord Church, 1001, Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. This is Pastor Solomon, and we're talking about being an effective witness, but I want to shift gears and go into um, the series that we're working coming up um, in August, which will focus on uh, on the anointing and the reason for that is where our theme is maximizing your potential right and part of that um, we need the holy spirit who is our everything in order to be effective in order to ensure that we're maximizing poten- our potential and living in god's light and then living out his purpose. So, um, I will continue from Acts 10, verse 34. Then we'll, we'll finish out here uh, for, for today. Opening his mouth, Peter said, Most certainly, I understand now that God is not one who shows partiality to people as though Gentiles were excluded from God's blessing. But in every nation, the people who fears, the person who fears God and does what is right by seeking him is acceptable and welcomed by him. You know the message which he sent to the sons of Israel, announcing the good news of peace through Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. You know the things that have taken place throughout Judea, starting in Galilee after the baptism preached by John. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with great power. And he went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil because God was with him. 
I read verse 38 again. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with great power. And he went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. Because God was with him. Fellow believers, God is no respecter of persons. And God is able to use us to his glory. God is able to transform us into his image when we yield ourselves. And so our potential lays dormant until it is energized, it it is sensitized, and it is propelled by the power of the Holy Spirit. Peter was is an example who knew God Jesus knew his potential. Jesus worked with him, Jesus built him up, Jesus prayed for him, Jesus prophesied upon him. But then th- things didn't change much until he encountered the Holy Spirit. And then two sermons caused 8,000 people to be saved. And so Peter was expressing that, look, God is no respecter of person. He can use anybody. But then Jesus is the bearer of good news and God anointed him with the Holy Spirit and with power. And he went about doing good and healing all kinds of sicknesses, um, delivering people because God was with him. Our ability to maximize our potential is predicated on us being one with God, being with God, walking with God, and walking in the power of the the Holy Spirit. It is. Because after Peter encountered the Holy Spirit. All that he did. All that he did. To propel the gospel. And to bring souls into the kingdom. Was unprecedented. Someone who had previously denied Christ. Three times. Denied Christ. Three times. Which means that no matter what we've done, no matter where we come from, no matter our experience, God has within us the ability to arise and do great mighty things. God has within us what it takes to change our world. God has what it is within us to start changing our neighbors, our friends, one at a time and bringing great joy, great joy. The, the, the end result of being anointed or maximizing our potential, living God's will is we bring great joy. There's a delight. There, you know, you show up and God shows up because you you bring a presence that is just incredible. That is incredible. I've jumped to verse 44 and I'll end on this. 
Acts 10 44. While Peter was speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell on all those who were listening to the message, confirming God's acceptance of Gentiles. See, I pray that even as you walk in God's calling for your life and speak God's word, as you believe God's word and meditate on it, even your release of God's word would cause the Holy Spirit to fall on those that hear the word. And so, Father, do what you do best. Do what you do best. And cause us to be filled with your spirit and with your power. We need a new encounter. We need a new experience with you, O God. And so we cannot be effective witnesses and we cannot maximize our potential without your spirit. We thank you. We give you praise that even as we speak, your power will fall in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. And until um, next time, keep praying, keep being lifted, and keep speaking the word. Amen.